When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's time to take command with former NFL tight end Logan Paulson and former Commander's beat reporter Craig Hoffman. The other thing that I, I just add real quick to kind of the, the national versus local um, and kind of the way the media operates narrative, Logan, is if they had let Deron Payne walk and signed Jeffrey Simmons to the exact same contract or Dexter Lawrence, pick another defensive tackle who's roughly the same ability as Deron right. Payne, how differently do people look at that? They probably bumped them up a couple slots. Like, wow, they, they brought in this big free agent acquisition. Well, Deron Payne's a better acquisition because there's a continuity there. He already knows the system. He knows how to play with the guys next to him. He costs the same amount of money, but he's not new from the outside, so people don't don't necessarily look at that. Again, if Chase Young comes back and is a is the guy that we thought he could be, or even 80% of it, that's a huge upgrade on this defensive line, but it's internal, so people don't right. really give them the credit. Sure. Same thing with internal improvement of Jamin Davis and some of the other guys that we've talked about. Sam Cosby going into guard. like That could turn out to be a massive upgrade for them. Uh, and, you know, San, or Andrew Wiley, although we don't think he's probably awesome at right tackle, if they can get consistent play out there which versus will. The up and he's, down nature. Yeah, as long as, I mean, it's injury, you know, yep. per, you know, if he's not injured, the, the injuries and, and what happened to them on the offensive line last year, just having continuity would, oh, would yeah. be an upgrade for them. So I my, my point is not that this team is actually awesome and everyone's missing out on that. My point is that I think that the lack of sexiness of their offseason is doing far too much infiltrating of people's opinions of them to think that they are bad when they actually did a lot of small, shore up, smart things that they they should get some level of credit for. Yeah, I mean, but I think, again, it goes back to they're not going to get the benefit of the doubt until you win. And yep. so, you know, the Giants weren't getting credit for any of their moves last offseason the way they are now because they had a better year. And you can look at it and say, well, Waller has been a good player, but he's also been hurt. So how's, how's he going to go? But he's a big name. So if you get that big name versus, versus us saying, hey, what kind of step could Armani Rogers take at tight end? <laughs> now, it may be a bigger step than Waller. Who knows? Right. It could. And, I, and Waller's obviously very good. If he's healthy, he's very, very good. Awesome. But what if he's not healthy? And so like, what if he has some injury issues continue there? So then it's... You know, so there are a lot of things to consider. What if Logan Thomas becomes a red zone target again? And, and you know, like how much difference does that make for them? So, like, there's a lot of things. But, again, it's like it's going to start with the quarterback play. They've got to get that right. That has to be right. Or else it's going to be a tougher year because 8-8-1 eight, eight, and one is not going to cut it for this staff, I don't think, you know, when you have a new yeah. owner coming in. 
So, yeah. you know, but there and is I, reasons to believe that it's like you can go there. But I, I know a lot of teams have that. Like, for example, the Eagles, they lose Hargraves and Edwards off that defense. Those are big losses. But if Jalen Carter and Jordan Davis do well, and then they have um, N'Kobe Dean and, you know, at linebacker, like if those guys come through, well, then you're okay. Yeah. But if they but even, don't. I think that's the other thing about that. Sorry, this is a little bit of soapbox moment for me. But even though, even that is a projection for the Philadelphia Eagles. Like N'Kobe yes. Dean coming out had a big injury history, right? Was not, he was very productive, but in a very specific role in the Georgia defense, mostly as a blitzer, not a great coverage player. And we've talked about on this show how, Linebackers are more coverage oriented, right? Jordan Davis is a run stopping nose guard. What is the kind of value that he's adding to your rotation consistently? Because at times last year he struggled. So they're projecting those players as well, even Jalen Carter to a certain extent. And I love Jalen Carter, but that's all projection in terms right. of how they're going to be. And the question is like the reason people are more optimistic about it, I think partially is because they're huge names. Like they're they're right, all of kind of off that vaunted Georgia. Everybody defense, knows so. who they are. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean listen, even Keely Ringo, I, their fourth round pick. It's like, oh, well, he was a first rounder a couple of years ago. Well, there's a reason he's in the fourth yeah. rounder now. Like, why right. does everyone think he's just going to go to Philly and be awesome? Yeah, right. And it. and yeah, and and so now you could say the same thing about how he would, you know, whatever yes. anybody said, he would have been a first round pick here. Well, he wasn't. He came out this year and he was a fifth round pick. And we can all, like I said, we can debate or not debate, but say, well, these are the reasons why, and he should have been up here, and they all had him up here but he went where he went and it doesn't mean he won't succeed. It just means like that's where he went. And so you yep. start there, but yeah, I mean, you don't know, like these are all big names. And I know when it comes to the draft, not many people are going to look at every player. Like I can't sit here and say they should have drafted player X, Y, or X or Y or whatever in round in this round or that round. Cause unless you've looked at all those guys, then it's like, well, you can say like, well, this guy seems like he would have, but I didn't study him. So it's hard for me to say, that he would have been the guy they should have drafted instead, right? Because you don't know. And, like, you don't know what, always what goes into those decisions to take a guy versus the guy that that we all know, that the analysts have projected up here because everybody knows this guy. And I always laugh when, you know, you get to the draft and, like, in the third or fourth round, so like, oh, you should have taken this guy. Like, really? I mean, you know, and, and some people do. Like, there are some, there are some definitely some fans outside of the analyst world who really do watch a lot of this stuff and pay more attention than a lot. Like it's hard for me to pay as close attention to it because with the sale stuff going on, you don't have time to sit there and analyze there. I, I never have time to analyze every player or look at everything and consider every alternative. So you have to like get familiar with some guys, know who, you know, some of the key guys are some guys they like, and then find out how they fit and why they liked a guy because that always matters and why they may not go like Joey Porter. Some people would project him here. Well, you knew that they weren't going to take him because he didn't fit right. what they wanted. And so like there are reasons why like they liked Forbes over a Gonzalez. And part of it was the SEC play and Gonzalez struggled against Georgia and Forbes did well in the SEC. That mattered. So like there's always reasons why they take a guy like that. I went off on the wrong direction. Sorry. No, there, awesome. it's a podcast. There is no wrong direction. <laughs> John, the John Kime Report. You should know that by now. Although that's a, you're, you're very focused. I know you're, John's you're very, very organized podcast. on his show. We, yeah, we're like, yeah, we'll talk for an hour. Let's see what happens. All right. Hey, it's Greg Hoffman from Take Command. It's not just a podcast. It's the 25th hour of your day. 
your weekly source for all things Commanders, right on time, your time. A list of household chores. Do them without missing a beat and listen while you work. In the car, turn mundane drives into memorable moments. With podcasts, you can maximize productivity and minimize FOMO. We're on demand, so we fit perfectly into your schedule. Follow Take Command in the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Actually, we're we're only going to go about 45 minutes today. So in the last two minutes of the show, real quick, John, anything that you think is going to happen, let's say between now and July 1st. So you got your mini camps, your OTAs, and kind of this last wave of free agency where guys could come and go. Anything you're looking for? Actually, I'll just say before training camp in terms of the roster that you think. Yeah, in, in terms of additions, you think that they'll add yeah. even, even a small piece well, here yeah, there. Yeah, and I don't know. Like, matter. I don't have names, but I know they're going to keep looking at linebacker because that's yeah. the one spot you can constant, consistently hear. Like, they would like to add someone there. I think then it's also what kind of progress. I go back to the last game, Kalik Hudson. He did a nice yeah. job in that finale. He did. So, mm-hmm. did he act? Did, was that a mirage or was that the start of, hey, maybe the kid's starting to get it? You know, maybe being in the system for a couple of years, now he feels more comfortable. We'll find out. And could he fill a role if he does come through like that? But I think that's the one spot that you consistently hear like, yeah, they'd like to do something more than anything else. Um, and then I was going to ask, because now they have all, they kind of are prolific in safety at safety in terms of depth. Um, <laughs> is one of those guys going to be able to kind of fill out that Buffalo nickel spot? Does it devalue the need for them to make a move at linebacker or anything like that? So- well, that and that's a good question. And, and I think – because what that does, between Martin and Cam Curl, they feel like they have that Buffalo nickel now covered. And one of the things with Cam Curl, he did get hurt a couple of times last year, and so they wanted to limit the wear and tear on him that comes with that position because it is a different position. So that's why a guy like Quan Martin comes here. And you can use a nickel in different ways. Now, it's not a same thing every time. There are different ways you can use that position uh, to help. And I think that's so, but rotating those guys there. And also, I think it also gives you the ability to disguise coverages better. Sure. And, and so I think that's a benefit. And, it, you know, you started to see that last year, even with Bobby McCain, when he's playing the slot, they could do some different things with him that you could see the quarterbacks hesitate just a little bit enough to where you need that rush to get home and, and then maybe make some noise. But, um, you know, so I do, I, you know, I think, that, but yes, Logan, I think that that does to me. That's why, like, people have to remember they don't play a lot of three linebacker sets. It's very yeah. rare anymore for any team. So they're not going to do that, but it would be nice for them to have a guy who can come in and play at a, at a solid starter level if you need him to. Do you but, think, you know, do you think that guy's on the roster? I guess is my question. Like, because I, I, I remember they talked about Forrest kind of. Moving that role, you know, came out that he wasn't overly comfortable that close line of scrimmage. Percy, you know, has a skill set, but I think he's way better in the post. So you're kind right. of in that same role where the best person at it is Cam Curl. So, like, does someone, do they need to sign somebody or is it Quan Martin does and, it? Or well, does Quan, or maybe again, like, does a guy like Kalik Hudson elevate to that sure, role? And I don't sure. know that. Like I said, I, all I know is that he had a good final game. And I think because of that, they're like, oh, well, look at him a little bit differently than you would have before he played that game. And, and, you know, but I don't know that he'll be that guy, but you know, his skill set puts him in that role. But I think, like I said, Quan Martin can play some of that when they draft him. That was part of why they liked him is that versatility to do that. But again, like he's, he's not a big guy either 
in terms, you know, I think they're both around, he and Cam are yeah. both around 200 pounds or so. So can you rotate them in that role and, and save the wear and tear on both of them? And then does somebody else emerge as linebacker? Because they've always said, like, you could be a linebacker who plays that role as well. So, yeah, sure. if you don't think Hudson can be that guy, do you go out and try and find a guy who can fill that role as a linebacker and give you a little bit more size at that spot sometime when you need it? Sure. I also know they signed a, a safety from Illinois, undrafted free agent, who yeah, is an intriguing player. So I don't yeah. know if that's he's he's more of a post guy or more can potentially go down in, in that that yeah. slot as well. So yeah. I'm working um, through those. We'll, so next time we have a podcast, yeah. we can talk about that a little bit more. Yeah, so we can do that. That'll I be our rookie talk, mini talk, camp preview. I talked to Illinois Illinois defensive backs coach and coordinator about Quan and um about Quan. I, I'm yeah, about Quan and Kendall Smith. And yeah. so that'll play on the podcast at some point. I don't know when, but sometime over the next week or so. And that's a seamless transition to there tell you, you that you should go listen <laughs> to the John Kime Report uh, anywhere you are listening right now. You can also, if you're watching, uh, flip on over to the Empire Media YouTube page. And John's podcast is there. Uh, has a great slew of guests, including Logan, uh, Bram Weinstein, a bunch of great guests. Always uh, Nikki Javala, our good friend, is, is, is a frequent guest. So make sure you're subscribed to the John Kime Report and read the big piece on Sam Howell on ESPN.com. Com. John, always a pleasure, sir. Thanks for coming on, and uh, we'll have you back again soon. And when you read it, don't focus on Andrew Luck because that was not a big thing. It's a, it's, it's a very small thing, and it's like I know they had there was, you know, I don't know that they ever talked to him or his name, but I know there was at least a hey, should we? And then they didn't. So because he's retired and he's and the Colts aren't going to trade him. So, anyways, focus on Sam Howell. <laughs> in some ways, John, though, that's your, uh, you know, Ron last year in the press conference answered standing's uh, question. He was like, quarterback, you should, you should know better by now. Know, <laughs> you knew that was going to be the one, <laughs> but it's good reporting and it shows the depth. So, uh, everyone else can just behave too. That would be nice. Talking yeah, to you, Florio, talking to you. All right. Uh, that's it. That's all for this edition of take command. We'll see you later in the week.